0: Welcome to A4NO, B4YES, the zelda theme podcast that's currently deep-diving into Breath of the Wild. In the last episode, we covered some important landmarks, like Satoshi Mountain. And I said Toshi and not Tori. This isn't Pokemon! Uh, okay, let's start over again. The main character, Ash's name, in, is Satoshi in Japanese. <clears throat> I don't know why that popped into my head. Okay. Welcome to A4NO, B4YES, the zelda theme podcast that's currently deep-diving into Zelda Breath of the Wild. In the last episode, we covered some important landmarks, like Satori Mountain, and also gave our predictions for a few things we want to see and that we think we might see for Tears of the Kingdom that's dropping in a few months from now. This episode, we're going to be going into the Trial of the Sword, one of the most hated things in the game, because oof! I'm Cameron Hagee, I'm this Charmander's trainer, and these are my co-hosts.
1: I'm Ryan Fonzie, and I am a stolen family heirloom.
2: Well, I'm Anthony, and I was also going to be a stolen family heirloom. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) The theft
0: is looming.
2: So I guess I could just be a guy who was a guy who was really evil at one point. But then I, I saw loss. I experienced loss. And now I have redeemed myself. Okay. Loss and familial ties. Wow. Familial
0: ties. That It's important okay Vin Diesel calm down oh uh,
1: yeah so uh <laughs> full disclaimer we were planning on doing the trial of the sword since the beginning of the uh season but just like today during the day I kind of dropped the idea of also doing the uh the the stolen family heirloom quest uh kind of shoehorned into this one just so that we can talk about it now I just don't know that we're gonna have room in the next few episodes to really cover it uh we're going to we're going to be going some places before we finish this game. So um, it's the last shrine that I completed. Um, just because it feels appropriate to do it towards the end of the game. But um, yeah, uh, I figured maybe we start with some trial and then like between the different levels of the trial of the sword, we can kind of bounce out and do some other things. I know Anthony had another topic he wanted to bring as well, but I don't actually know what that is. So surprise for all of us except for him
0: a surprise for me too.
2: Surprise for but you too. You, you at least it wasn't a it. surprise for me. Oh, yeah, okay. but it was a surprise for me when I did it.
1: Fair enough. All right. So, trial of the sword. Gag me with a spoon. All right. So the way that we <laughs> <laughs> did this. Something about you saying "gag me with a spoon" and we just be like, "All
0: right." <laughs>
1: all right so uh trial of the sword is a pain let's be real like i the first time i tried to do it i think i died twice in the first trial uh and then like once in each of the next two trials late on in the trial so we're talking about like full redos just completely feeling like my time was eaten up by by failure it's uh it's a miserable experience if if you go through that i'm sorry um this time I did it. I one shotted the thing, uh, all three levels, no deaths. I was so happy. Um, I don't think I even used a, a fairy the whole time. It was wild. You're probably gonna, you know, there's some footage that's probably gonna go up, and you'll see, you'll see some of the action uh, in the background here, since we're doing vods now, and I can do that. Um, so it was a much better experience, I'll say. But the trial of the sword, uh, it the way we played, uh, while we were in the talking about the, the forest and the lost woods and everything. Uh, right after I got the sword, uh, I think I did one of the shrines in the forest. And right after I was done with that, I had this cutscene that triggered about being called back to, uh, the, the place where the master sword was sleeping to face a trial that I was now ready for. And it, you know, it's a DLC, uh, mission of sorts i think zelda even declares it um like you hear like the telepathic like oh return to this place and you can take on like she's always kind of declaring dlc missions (laughs) Yeah, pretty great
0: the sword's power is not complete yeah return to the forest and put yourself through the worst experience of your life whenever you're ready (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't like it
1: a big theme of this one. I mean, aside from having to be strong enough to pull the master sword back out of its resting place, like the game seems really concerned with uh Link being strong enough or skilled enough to be able to wield the master sword at its full power. Like the power of the sword is entirely dependent on him. So, if he hasn't like I don't know, passed the right amount of tests or or what have you, the sword just isn't
2: what it used to be. So is it just me or like does the Ocarina of Time link like this is going to be a sidebar but is is it just to me like the Ocarina of Time link seems like he's had the easiest go at obtaining the Master Sword and wielding its power because if we if we compare the links like let's look at the Skyward Sword link and his trials and his repetitiveness he had to suffer through and (laughs) the Breath of the Wild like. I feel like the Ocarina of Time link, at least in relation to the other ones, like had the easiest go at this so far. I, I would I say. Like, what about a link to, to the, the
1: past? past yeah, or, or Wind Waker, even
0: probably. Both had easier times. Because <laughs> link to the past, you lost your uncle, which I mean. <sighs> but yeah. you only had to go through like three basic palaces and then bam! Ocarina of Time, like, remember, he got to it with three pretty
1: basic dungeons, but. But then he had to lose seven years <laughs> to be strong enough <laughs> to wield it. So it's device. all lost. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, we're right. just gonna put you in the uh, hyperbaric chamber here and just let you, just let <laughs> you cook until you're strong enough to wield this puppy. He was training
0: with yeah. Goku in the hyperbaric time chamber. At your current age, you're simply not old enough.
2: But even still, like the trials that this link goes through, I mean. Hundred and twenty something shrines. And <laughs> you need at least enough hearts to wield the master sword. I mean you can go there whenever you want, but you need to do some shrines to get there. And then having the sword trials on top of that, I mean, this it's just brutal for this guy. Yeah, you need to do like at least 40 of the shrines on a regular play. If you don't do
1: the hack where you just sit down and grab it. <laughs>
2: and, and almost dying. And then it's not early.
1: full powered unless you do a 51 floor challenge
0: through the yeah. i don't know just through all of the different enemies you could possibly fight in this game i guess since you mentioned a hack i didn't like watch the video but i saw a thumbnail and a title of a video that said that there was a way to get the powered up master sword without doing any of the trials by somehow clipping through an area, and you could clip right into the area you're teleported to when you beat the entire trial, and then you could just grab the powered up master sword from there. So, apparently, wow. there's a way to skip the entire all of the trials and just grab that powered up master sword. Wish I had known, <laughs> I
2: know, right? See, really? here's the thing so this about this episode,
0: we're covering how to clip through a wall. Yay!
2: Yeah. <laughs> speedrun take, take what's yours. <laughs> so, here's uh, here's my feelings about about going through the Sword Trials. So, yeah, I could go through the Sword Trials on Master Mode and and spend probably about 16 hours doing it. But here's the thing. The Master Sword, fully powered up, is at 60 power. Now, for story's sake, I could definitely go through the Sword Trials for the story's sake and, and have this done, but... I think every weapon in my inventory but one, which is the Edge of Duality, is over 60, (laughs) <laughs> so at this point I'm just like master sword pfft, pfft. weak I guess the only thing good it
0: would be to you is an indestructible weapon because it never breaks once it's powered up yeah. which also like invalidifies the entire weapon system of the game which is a very yeah. big system that it revolves around You you become Link Skywalker when you complete these trials
1: Link Skywalker 100% you get a blue lightsaber of a of a weapon that just I mean, in a
0: standard, gameplay does more damage than most things. Yeah, but also, at the same time, whenever you're in the Divine Beasts or whenever you're fighting (laughs) Ganon, your weapon is automatically already powered up to that form and indestructible, so during most key moments of the game, you already have it powered up. I would argue it's completely unnecessary to even do the trial of sword. How am I supposed to
1: farm Restless Crickets in Style Cam? (laughs) Bro,
0: soldier's broadsword. Oh, okay, that, you say
1: in-style in royal yeah.
0: broadsword.
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if, it ain't, if it ain't a lightsaber, it's not worth it. It's not glowing. <laughs> I don't want to touch it. <laughs> so, yeah, let's ch- jump into this. So, premise of the sword trials, for those who don't know, you end up in what is essentially a holodeck version of a shrine where all of the walls look like shrine walls but everything in the room looks like the overworld uh aside from maybe the ceiling uh right so you have you'll get trees fields enemies that you would normally find out in the wild some there are some exceptions exceptions to this but you'll find different biomes that you would find elsewhere in the game uh key thing it's kind of like uh koholit or what's it called like the the challenge island in this game where once you go in You are stripped of all of your other weapons, items, foods, even Tide Island. There you go. Um, The reference to Kohola. (laughs) You know, that that guy, that place. Uh, So, yeah, so you get in here, you lose all of your stuff, and uh basically you are told you have to complete a series of rooms uh there will be rest areas where you're just given free things and you don't have to actually face a trial uh they are a, a, a great grace <laughs> they help out quite a bit uh sometimes they'll actually give you clues as to what's coming up as well which is nice um but for the most part it's it's a combat trial uh you know how How well can you manage with the resources you're given starting from scratch and working your way to the end, uh, which is normally some kind of boss. Um, So the first trial is a 12 room run. There's 51 rooms in all, but the first trial is just the first 12. Uh, And it is. Your most low key, but also it it does get challenging towards the end. Uh, most of these ones take place in just what appears to be overworld outdoor type uh, forest or field biomes. Uh, there's really no, you're not gonna find a whole lot of lava in this section. You're not gonna find like, uh, you know, cold or lightning storms or anything like that. Uh, it really is just pretty straightforward stuff. Um, first room. I uh took some random notes. Um there's a there's a couple that stand out. Uh I know that you guys probably watched through this time rather than played through. I think Ken you said you played through it before, but you know, it was left such a bad taste in your mouth you didn't really want to go back, which is fine. Uh, we're all able to play the game the way we see fit, but for the sake of discussion, um I'll just walk through some of the highlights that I that I ran into. I would be clipping through that wall till you would. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so first room, you play Bomber Man. I mean, this. I mean, as we go through, I'll just throw some tips out there as well.
0: Um, which I think I we mean, already missed the biggest. Yeah, we tip, already then. missed
1: the biggest tip. So let me backpedal just for a second here and say, before you go in, you do get stripped of all of your items, but you do not get stripped of any uh, power ups or buffs that you have given yourself from a meal ahead of time. Uh, so the one that you know gets referenced a lot is to get a uh, a horn of one of the dragons. Like I, I always get Dins Horn because he flies through the canyon. He's really easy to get. Uh, so if you get a shard of Dins Horn and you uh make a dish with that and four mighty bananas, you end up with a fully powered up, uh, like full attack up buff uh, for for a full half hour. Uh, for this, for 12 rooms, that might get you through the whole thing. Uh, for the second and third trials, it didn't get me through the whole thing, but I also tend to work at my own pace and that's just not, (laughs) I wasn't really trying to beat the clock with that. Um, what this will do if nothing else is give you a really easy first set of rooms where you are accumulating the best weapons and only using them mildly. Uh, whereas these trials are made where you can do it with nothing like with no buffs. So your arrows will do more damage. Your weapons will do more damage. Therefore, you're not using them up as fast and you end up with a decent stockpile to finish out the trial with. Um, That's probably the biggest and best hint that anyone (coughs) that I've heard for these trials is that right there. It's like a cheat code for this kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I also usually give myself three bonus hearts because I have all my other hearts and yeah, we haven't done the other DLC yet, so I haven't maxed out that whole thing. So uh, that's what I approach. I didn't approach the first trial with that because I didn't have the recipe down quite right. But uh, yeah, big first tip right there. Second big tip is your bombs are your best friends uh, <laughs> in, the, in these trials. If you're not playing bomber Bomberman, <laughs> uh, you're wasting something. Uh most I will say, are just silly when it comes
2: to avoiding bombs. So I will say in master mode, bombs do diddly nothing right. to damage. That's what the bananas so, are for. <laughs> you have to you have to get like, I guess, a lucky bomb against a wall. So you can pin them and then start doing some combos. Now again, I can only speak to five levels. Because I made it to floor <laughs> five. But oh, wow. every enemy that is in the the rooms are are like one level up. So if you have red, well, I have blue. If you have blue, then I have white, and so on. So or silver. Yeah. I think it is. So it's just yeah, it's 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 a lot harder, and I definitely did it once on uh, the regular mode, regular playthrough, and remember like dying a little bit. And being it, I think it's fun, honestly. Yeah. To be able to just like, you know, go for what is it, 50,
1: 51, I believe. That's what I keep seeing everywhere that I look is 51 rooms.
2: I
0: I could do the math real quick at some point. I think it it comes down to like 45 um, actual like trial rooms, safe rooms. Yeah. Mm. Some like three. The checkpoint rooms. Yeah, I think there's one the checkpoint final one. room
1: in the first trial, two in
2: the second, and three in the final. But like uh so like I was getting at is like it's like a fun mini game that's in Zelda. It's like its own thing, you know. Like not many Zelda games have had four hour plus essentially games. It's it's like a Hunger Games type deal, right? And it actually is really interesting. I definitely wish that I could go through it again on just regular mode. It's yeah. just master mode is not fun.
1: <laughs> sure. I mean, you could if you have that old save file, you can still go back and play it again if you really want to. I don't to. think
2: I do. I think I hit new game and just ruined the entire save file. Oh, man. Mm. That's dedication, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oof. I, I don't have anything to Wii, fall on back the on. U, you can just make another profile and then... That gives you another save file uh, so i've been just i might be able
2: <laughs> to have a save file on i do have two profiles i don't know if it works on the switch though
1: gotcha um yeah so uh just a few rooms to stand out i mean honestly first room first impressions right i mean it's just a bunch of uh bacoblins that you can bomb away they're all they're all red they carry like sticks basically so you're not getting a whole lot out of the room um but it's just a good there's way also to... a
0: there's a tiered steak and two bird eggs
1: yeah 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 you can get some food along the way um the food you get along the way is usually not nearly as helpful as the food you get in the safe rooms but sometimes it can help sometimes it can come in real clutch especially in the final trial there's like one spot where it's really helpful to have stuff in your pockets but um yeah we'll get to that uh,
0: floor three is
1: a choo-choo trap. I love that room. Sticks out to me. You walk in, looks like it's empty, and then a bunch of choo-choos come out of nowhere. And it's just—I think it's funny because they're useless, but they try real hard. <laughs> <laughs> they bouncy. Um, some—I uh, mean, there's a lot of one. There's a lot of rooms that are just like forts and skull caves and stuff like that. Uh, pretty much exactly like you'd find out in the overworld. Just you know, you can approach either find a way to jump up, climb up. Um, if you want to just go up the ramp and try to fight your way up, that's one way to do it. But usually, that's the the most dangerous way to do it. <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of these rooms, I just end up Metal Gear soliding my way through, um, picking off one enemy at a time, just kind of from the from the outside until until there's only like one or two still up on the fort, and then I go up and raid the fort, uh, picking them off. That kind of thing. Notably, num- room six is a Talus. That's like the first boss. Uh Talises are actually pretty easy once you know what to do with them, especially if you have Rivali's scale. Uh I don't think you can use Rivali's Gale in these trials, but in the trials, uh you don't really need Rivali's Gale. Usually they give you a way to jump up. Um, anyway, but you know, basically you can wait for this thing to throw its arms or you can try to stun it, but that's a little bit more tricky. Uh, and when it like falls onto the floor to pick its arms back up you can jump on it and then a spinning weapon is going to be your best friend spin to win so before you get here save a club a hammer uh even an axe will work um because they have a uh, a mining spot that's their weak spot and if you just like spin on that you can you can play the will it blend game and just ninja them away so
0: yeah it's pretty i think the pretty good My favorite way of dealing with the Talos is just getting into bullet time somehow, or or arrow time, I guess. Sure. And uh, just hitting that weak spot, that one little thing jutting out of it with any arrow, actually. It doesn't have to be a bomb. You just hit it with any arrow, and they fall down. And then you could just jump right up on top of them and start blending. Nice. Why wait for them to throw their arms? Because then you could get ouchied.
1: Yeah, when it, whenever um, there's a, I mean, if I'm in the overworld, I usually just jump up in the air and then use the appropriate weapon to stun them with. Uh, in this trial, I think, I didn't even know if you just hit the thing with a regular arrow that they would still fall over. Uh, so, you learn
0: something new every day.
1: I learned something new fighting the Talos later on that we'll get to as well, like the third trial, but I'll save that for that. Uh, So, after this talus is a rest area, where you get some cool Sheikah gear, Uh, and then it becomes a Lizalfos game, where you're fighting Lizalfos and electric whizrobes. It's pretty rough, because everything is filled with water, so if you don't get rid of the whizrobes fast, uh, you could end up getting in a lot of hurt real quick. Um, But also, the Lizalfos are all positioned on, like, forts and bridges on the water, and it... It's difficult. <laughs> they uh, they usually notice you immediately, like they position you in the worst places where either you have to like take a raft into a giant Lizalfos fort or uh, you're just standing on a bridge right in front of one and it sees you immediately and then you're just getting swarmed. Uh, hmm. Rough stuff. Uh, For those, I don't have a great strategy. I mean, if you can keep yourself from being seen immediately, go for it. Sometimes you need to swim a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes you just like they're one of the enemies that if you hit into the water, they don't just immediately go poofed. Um Zolfos are swimmers, man. Um usually my strategy is try try to fight them one at a time if you can. If you can't, tough tough luck, you know. Um but yeah, after that, our final boss on this trial is a blue Hinox, which is the second place I died the first time I ever tried these trials. The first one, it was one of these lasalfos forts. I think the first one, like, you end up on a bridge, they see you, they all come after you, and I just did not have a good plan for that. And then I went in the second time, and I knew what I was up against, so I approached it a little different and was able to make it out, but um, the second time I went in, I got to the Hinox, and the Hinox wrecked me, and then I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So <laughs> I think the third time's the charm. I think I got in and, like, finished it out on the third try, so... Uh, that was a, a rough introduction to the sword trials. Ta- taught me about uh, <laughs>
0: strategizing quickly. <laughs> so, yeah. And and that's our... Uh, stasis on those Enoxes and then shoot them right in the eyeball.
1: Yeah, no, that's uh, definitely... The strat that, that I've come to do as well. Like, uh, hitting him in the eye is, like, always the first thing, right? But if you have the upgraded stasis, it makes it so much easier to just keep that eye in one spot. They can't cover it up if they're frozen in time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you can get a real easy stun that way. Uh, and then if you also cancel it, are good with a spin to win. If pretty find, much every enemy is good with a spin to win. I know. I mean, the Talos, if you get up there and you try to, like... I feel like if you just take regular swings at it, you're wasting your time. Anything that gets stunned like that, like you want to try to get it into that. I mean, I think like a Lionel is not good for spin to win,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Because they don't really get easily stunned long enough sure. to do it. Um, But Hinoxes fall, on, fall, like they just fall to the ground and, kind of whine for a little bit because they got shot in the eye. It's reasonable. And Talos is like, they just will stand there and let you hit that rock. As long as you're hitting it, they're trying to get re-stunned. So it's like stun lock, you know? Got that fan
2: uh, technique.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Also, depending on uh, your orientation to the enemy, like how you're angled and how they are, like it just you got to find the right spot, but you can get multiple ticks per swing. So instead of just going, boom, Boom, boom. It could be boom, 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 boom. And each one counts as a full hit. And since you're using a two-handed weapon, that's higher damage than a one-handed weapon most of the time. So you are shredding them if you can find that spot. Right. Stamina is a big
1: deal with that as well. Like Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're watching so you don't lose it all and end up getting
0: wrecked. And you can also switch your weapon early before you do the big smash finisher, which actually has like a little bit of downtime where you can't move Link. Pro strats. So if you want to just, yeah, if you want to just get all the tick, tick damage in and skip the whole where you can't really move or anything, you could just swap weapons real quick. Okay. I've definitely run into that problem where like I have to finish out my
1: animation and then the Talos bucks and throws me and then I lose a bunch of health and I'm like, oof, not, not what I wanted to do there. Or same with the hinox, like I finished out the animation or lost all my stamina or something. I was like, uh, and then you get hit and it's bad news bears. So I never even thought like, oh, I'll switch out my weapon and then I can just run away without worrying about the animation <laughs> cancel weapon switch, boom. Yeah, that's that's one of them broken physics things. Links <laughs> like stopping time to eat eight course meals and stuff. It's like I mean that makes sense. <laughs>
0: Yep, I got a dagger, now I'm out. <laughs> I mean, just imagine how, like, the Lionel feels. He's, like, about to swing his weapons, like, half an inch from Link's face, and that's just like, I'm on to full stake, all his health back. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, let's
1: go. We got this, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely gotten into the habit of when I'm fighting, like, a lo- uh, anything that's challenging, I guess, whether it be a Lionel or whatever, I'll use, like, a one-handed weapon so that I can use my shield, and then the second I get Fury Rush, I switch weapons. <laughs>
0: So I just Don't like
1: it. do the back jump or the backflip, go going to arrow time, you know, and it's like, oh, press this button to furry, you know, fury attack or whatever it's called. And I'm like, all right. All right. But quick first, let me put on my guardian axe <laughs> and do the fury attack. Basically
2: enter step. the Hyrule Matrix.
0: Right. I didn't actually know you could do that. I didn't know you could switch like yeah. have a soldier's broadsword and do a backflip flip and then pull out your royal claymore <laughs> and be like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> you done messed up. <laughs> what, what did you think you were fighting against?
2: You I don't know imagine it. my pockets are. I can imagine it like one of those um those uh JRPGs, like the VR ones, where there's like a little like anime menu pops up and they're like switching through the weapons as he's like in airtime, <laughs> just back Sword <laughs> <laughs> disappears and he's in the menu like uh, 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 this one.
1: Sword out yeah. online definitely would have something like that. It reminds me of right. um, when whenever Vash the Stampede would pull out his arm cannon huh. and everyone was like, "You have an arm cannon?" And it's like, "Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know? This is Trigun, baby." It is. It would it would be a showstopper every time. It was hilarious.
0: Hm. You know, just to continue down that um that path a little bit. You know, there's a new one of those out. A new tri Yeah. It's called uh, Vash the something. It came out like maybe this year, last year. Yeah. Nice. I uh,
1: I actually I own a set of the first season, but I never finished watching it. I still mm-hmm. have to do that. Still have a disc it's or two to finish. a long finish. time ago that I watched that, but it was good. It was fun. Kate mm-hmm. wasn't into it. I tried, we tried to watch together and she's like, yeah, I'm not really about this. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so now I've like planned to watch the, the rest on my own, but I just have not
0: gotten to it. You guys should check out Angel Beats. I bet y'all I've like that. Very sad. Very, it's... like, very heavy. <clears throat> Good stuff. But yeah. that's a big digression we've gone on now. <laughs> We're real humans, people. We have lives outside of podcasting.
2: Let's get these beats back onto these floors. All I right. am
0: definitely not an AI unit. <laughs> Chat are
2: here for the Hyrule only <laughs> podcast. I'm
0: Elon Musk PT. <laughs> All right.
1: So where were we? We just finished the first trial.
2: Yeah, we're in the middle trials, which are the worst well, because <clears> they're <throat> the darkness.
1: dark ones. Let's take a break from the trials real quick. What, did, right. what, did, you, what did you want... Do you want to go over your thing first or do you want to talk about the heirloom first?
2: No, oh, I mean, I can definitely go over my thing. Okay, um, let's do your thing. My thing is kind of kind of part of Satori Mountain. So I, I did miss the, the initial entrance to bringing it up. And I probably should have brought it up with Satori Mountain because it kind of... I know what it is now. Yeah, you you know what it is. So I actually stumbled upon this, and I definitely knew it existed, but I completely forgot that it existed, and it made my life going anywhere in Hyrule a lot easier, similar to the teleport coin. So it's all about horses. Do you know where I'm going with this yet? Oh,
1: yeah, I think I do. It's like DLC chests and stuff, or...
2: Yes. Yeah. So the EX chest, since we're on mm-hmm. the DLC this episode oh. and we covered Satori Mountain last episode, it kind of <laughs> fits in. So the location you get this so-called item will change your life. If you've never heard of it, maybe you have heard of it, but there is a set of saddle and bridle that was made by whoever made the ancient gear, I don't know. And, Chica, and this stuff is the best <laughs> invention in Hyrule. <laughs> so, the chest that the first chest you find, I think it's the bridle. You go to Satori Mountain, the closest shrine that you can get to Satori Mountain. If you go directly south of Satori Mountain, you'll see one lone cherry tree and a pond. Right near yeah. that cherry tree, there's a chest you can pull out with Magnesis, and it has either the bridle or the saddle. I don't remember it's, which one. It's bridle.
1: Pretty close to the bridge of it's Hylia bridle. as well. I think. When I found the instructions on how to find it, it, it brought me from a different direction. But yeah, same thing. A lone cherry tree with the pond and all that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one is... I don't think we've talked about the horse god Melania yet. But uh, there is a horse god that if your so-called steed perishes, you can pay the price to revive them. And... Right by there there's a bridle buried in the canyon that you can also pull out of the ground and it has saddle. a saddle. Yeah. And uh yeah, so this is probably the best thing ever because when you equip the ancient saddle, which Cameron actually found more information out that I didn't know. Um I know it teleported. So anywhere on the map that you want your horse to come to you if it can come to you, which Cameron was also talking about when we were talking about this when I brought it up. Should just be the game mechanic. That's how it should
0: work. I mean, that's how pony <laughs> like, used to work,
2: right? I mean, I mean, right? You couldn't bring her anywhere, but anywhere
1: in the overworld where you could ride a horse, you could just call her over. You know, it wasn't a
0: distance-based thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think the exact example I used was. How much sense does it make you can shoot a fire arrow at some grass and launch yourself 30 feet up in the air off of a single piece of cloth, but your horse is too far away to hear you whistle. Like, alright, where are we drawing the line at realism here? Like, come on. Come on. So this is just how it should be, and this this item should be equipped automatically onto every horse you get, period, because it should just work that way. <laughs> That's just, my opinion. I just got a vision of somebody trying to do the
1: sailcloth off of a fire <laughs> trick in real life <laughs> <laughs> well let's and, get the burn uh, cream it's one of the reasons why you shouldn't imitate what you see in video games kids yep <laughs> true that
2: also horses i don't think respond to whistles i could be wrong about that i am not a horse expert but and it um, probably depends on if you yeah train i was them. gonna say i think yeah. you can
1: train them to a whistle but that's
2: i mean yeah that's yeah, they can hear it. I'm, I'm sure. sure, like a wild horse that you capture mm. and own yeah, for all no, of right. two you minutes.
1: Know, the the horse breaking like mechanic in the game is much quicker than it would actually be, and <laughs> and also there is no training session for, for that right. whistle
2: response. Like you, you ride the horse for all of like five seconds, yeah, and you own that horse. He knows everything you know now. <laughs> you have bonded.
0: You have soul bonded with that horse in fifteen seconds. I know, I know, you were wild, but if you remember, there was that one time where I patted you until you calmed down. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know all the main roads and to come when I whistle. <laughs> that's right. That's how it works in Hyrule. And then yeah, what? So
2: the, uh... Oh, good. Oh, I was gonna say um, what I didn't know about this. Um, I don't really want to bring up the the white steed because that's part of a memory, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll leave that out. But um, there is a system that can't... I think it was... Was it two points or is it three that you gain with your horse?
1: Uh, or with the bridle? It goes to max. Yeah, yeah. Whatever horse you five. have, it just puts it up to five. It It, gi- yeah. it gives your horse max stats across the board.
0: And I mean, since we're talking about it, we might as well just mention that if you do get Zelda's Royal White Horse, it actually takes it to seven, which is the highest you can ever get any stamina of any horse in the entire game. It's the only horse you can get up to that by putting the bridle on it. It okay, outshines oh, nice. Epona, even. yeah, yeah Epona sure. can't wear any of it. Mm. Yeah, Epona's
1: just got it. And neither be can a giant the giant horse. The Epona style. like That's what she mm-hmm. does. But she already has maxed that, so that's okay. Um, and Max Bond. She starts out, she comes in, she's
2: like, I know you. You're the guy. <laughs> you dig one guy. So, my question is, Cannon. how is her horse just, you know, alive? It's been, like, a hundred years. I mean, it's just back to the game mechanics thing, you know? Like, I we're mean, just listen, ruining all game mecha- listen, all realism. S-
1: we can make a s- series just like Viva La Dirt League and just do Zelda logic all day with this, this stuff. Ganon's
2: <laughs> horse is, is still alive, and... He's just chilling in the Tabantha Wheatlands for who knows how long this yeah. man has Jim's not horse, horse. horse
0: looks like it should be invincible, though. The thing looks like <laughs> it should live 100 years. Did you see it? It's yeah. like an elephant, not a horse. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, that's all I wanted to bring up. I mean, the game with when the EX came, the game just sprinkled a bunch of new stuff. Um, there was something else, I guess, because you know the teleport coin, the bridle, the saddle. Why not just get the next one with the Korok mask? Just make your life easier.
1: I've yet to get the Korok mask. Uh, in fact, a lot of the EX clothing and gear I've just never even sought out. So,
2: gotta go read them books at them stables, man.
1: Well,
0: yeah, <laughs> I don't even read books in real life. <laughs> oh, That's little words. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm not reading
2: it. What is this yeah. word
0: soup on paper supposed to be?
2: <laughs> I, will, I will give you the benefit of the doubt. You do have to read an article by Tracy. And I know none of the homies like reading Tracy's articles. I met Tracy. That was interesting. Oh, really? I haven't met her yet. Tracy, Stacy, Lacey. Just yeah, she's like cool. at one of the stables. She's
1: just, you know. Ah. It's either that or she was in Greedo Town. I don't remember. She was somewhere. <laughs> Just tracing it out. Wasn't a memorable meeting. Clearly, I just remember that it was her.
0: <laughs> I right, like to so, draw people and horses.
1: Yeah, so that the uh, the bridle and the uh, saddle, the ancient ones, right? Is that what they're called? Ancient bridle, ancient saddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, su- super useful. I've been rocking them since pretty early in the game. Um, and error has been <laughs> tricked out <laughs> for a while. I, I made his mane purple and everything. He's a good horse. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. He definitely died once, and that's okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you can uh you can I think that might also be DLC. You can customize your horse. Mm. So you can take them... Uh if you take them to you, not the actual stable owner, but if you go off to the right, uh it might actually have to be at the um a certain stable, the one that's actually by the horse god. Um you can talk to the stable hands who kind of work in that little station with the two horses usually. Um, And one of them will check the bond of your horse and be like, Oh, okay. Like as long as it actually likes you and your bond, like you can't just like random, you can't, you can't customize a new horse who hasn't, you know, gotten that strong bond yet. But once she determines that the horse likes you enough, uh, you can, you can change all kinds of stuff. Like what kind of mane it has, what kind of tail it has, what color those things are Hmm. and stuff like that.
2: I'm gonna have to go it's do a,
1: that. It's fun. That's why I made the ridiculous. Like I named him Error to begin with, and then hmm. when I came time to customize him, purple just seemed like the natural fit. So
0: let's go see the horse god, Charlie. <laughs> oh
2: gosh.
1: Yeah, I had to. I had to bring Error back from <laughs> from the grave <laughs> with Millennia. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's an experience. Normally she just evaluates what happened to the horse and i think as long as you didn't kill the horse yourself uh you're good to go (laughs) and be like i can see that there was no malicious intent here and then you know you can you can
0: revive your horse but if you just run off a cliff and then pull out your paraglider and watch the horse go then you can't bring him back i don't know never tried it So, I'm actually not sure, but it seems
1: like I'm being judged whenever I ask for the horse so,
2: <laughs>
1: Just saying. Uh, you
0: actually merciful usually, to your usually
1: what happens to me is that I leave the horse somewhere precarious. Like, I'll leave it before I have to climb something, right? Or glide across something because the horse can't follow me there. Like, he's not going to. Once the trail ends, there's usually something dangerous nearby. And I just leave him behind. Uh, and then I try to call him later and it's like, yeah, nothing. <laughs> it's just a whistle. I'm like, uh, what? And I check the map. There's no horse icon. And I'm like,
0: oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. You see, like some moblin walking Psych- up. Oh, look, a horse! I, I put oh. him here safely on the cliffside, <laughs> right, <next, laughs> right next to where I defeated all those monsters before the blood moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible horse owner sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> not well thought out. Well, you can take better care of your horse, for one. That's not You can mean. leave him at a stable for the entire game, like a Pokemon in a PC box forever.
1: Yeah, I mean, now that you can teleport him anyway, you can actually put him inside, like, where the goats are. You know,
2: just let him <laughs> live out his days happy with the goats. Aww. You know, one of my first horses, I got him stuck near Hateno When I was riding him, there's like a weird cliffside right before you get to Hateno that yep. It's right by the water, and I somehow managed to get the horse to a slope that was, like...
1: Where you he get went, the he got,
2: bandana, that cliff? Where you get the climbers' no, bandana? No, 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 on, on the other side. Oh, okay. Of a yeah, yeah. So, I got him... So I somehow managed to get him stuck right where the slope is so high, but, like, every time I tried to turn him, so, like, left, right... He would neigh and just jump up, and there was no way. To, I I'd probably tried for about five, ten minutes, trying to get him around. I whistled, nothing. I was There's... like, I could call him back to a stable, but I don't care enough. <coughs> so Then I just went to oh, and just, no! He disappeared at some point. Oh, I don't know no. where he went. He's been gone, but he wouldn't le- I like, I got him stuck, basically. There, there was, like, no way to get him off ass. It was, like, a cliff almost. For, for situations like that, I think the trick you're supposed to...
1: Well, not supposed to, but I think that one of the tricks that they give you for situations like that is you can actually um do, like, a Z target uh, and not, like, actually lock on to anything, but just fix your camera and then the horse will, like, sidestep and backstep. Like, you don't actually have to mm. turn the horse. You can just kind of have it, like, dance its way out of there. Um... You just bomb it till it moves. <laughs> oh no. Just freeze it and watch it slide, man. This episode's
2: gonna get DMCA oh, by PETA. Well, listen, they're <laughs> digital horses. Yeah, they're dead. Di- <laughs> they, yeah, you can't eat these tasty That has not digital. stopped PETA before.
0: <laughs> All right. See this <laughs> hat? You see this hat? See this <laughs> hat. <laughs> 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 All right.
1: All right, so I guess we'll head back to the uh, second level Sword Trials then, just for a just for a spell. We'll do a quick rundown of what that looks like. Uh, this is my least favorite of the three, even though it's the one that I uh, probably died the least on. At least, well, that's not true. The first one, I mean, I died more than any of the others, but I think the other ones, it's just, it, they're tied. The second two levels are tied for me. But middle trial is the worst. And the reason it's the worst is because of the dark section. See, this trial, uh, from here on out, you know how, like, the first, the first trial was split into, like, forest and water. Like, very common overworld biomes. This one is split into, uh, I believe, three sections. Uh, one is uh, wind tunnels, which is actually very fun. Like, the first five, four floors... Uh, you get to just jump around with your cell cloth, go into arrow time, just knock everything out. Just basically be um, death from above. It's it's awesome. <laughs> I I love the first four rooms. After that, you get punished for making it that far. Um, <laughs> six through ten, everything, everything just goes dark. It's like typhlo every room. Um, so most of the enemies have something glowing. Some of them don't though. Sometimes you just have bacoblins being regular bokoblins, Um, and you either want to fight them next to a torch or just get them from a distance. Uh, because they'll all be partying by a fire or something. But it's just a it's just a visual nightmare. It's rough. Thank you for demonstrating how a bacoblin parties can fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so some bosses, uh, for the first floor room, your final boss is a decayed guardian (laughs) chilling on a platform and one of the disabled guardians just shoots at you while you're flying around. It's actually not very good at hitting you. Uh, you can either just peg it with a million arrows or you can peg it with one arrow to stun it and then get on this platform and go to work. Um, not nothing too crazy. Uh, the boss of the darkness is a Hinox which, you know, is something you have to deal with in the Typhlo ruins. Like it's same, almost the exact same concept. Uh, and this is where I started stasising Hinoxes because I was like, yeah, and nah, I, first of all, I need to see you. Second of all, that eye just keeps, he got stuck in the corner of the room and his face kept going into the corner and back out. So like every time I try to go, I only had a window like this long. So I was like, you know what? Instead of trying to shoot an arrow in that window, let me just freeze him when I see the eye, <laughs> and then hit it and go. Because he he couldn't do anything to me. It was like fish in a barrel. I didn't intend to do that, but just the way I ran around the room, he ended up getting stuck. I was like, all right, we'll cheese this. Yeah. Why not? But uh, but the dark rooms are just the bane of my. It's just ru- It's not fun. <laughs> can I can I say that? Can I say it's not fun? It's not fun. I mean, ask uh, me
0: the whole thing isn't fun, bro. But- Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. So
2: (laughs) that's with that being said, with how much you hate dark rooms, how much do you really love my prediction about caves and and interiors? Oh, I despise that.
1: I (laughs) thought I made that clear when you made the prediction. That I hope that wasn't. (laughs) I remember. There's there's a weirdness with uh, especially with streaming too. Um, If you're playing a game that could be well lit, and instead it's like pitch black, nobody wants to watch that because you can't see anything um fair and then when you're playing it it's just it's just super inconvenient and it i don't think that it adds fun to the equation i think it takes mostly it away inconvenience yeah,
0: yeah very difficult mostly in inconvenience.
1: yeah not not being able to see when you're not exactly like able to hear or feel things out either it's just a silly way to try to add some challenge to the game but i don't think nintendo's above it you could be right with that prediction i just hope you're not I hope I'm not. Uh, So then the last section of this is all guardian stuff. Like, instead of going to another biome, uh, what they instead do is take you into, like, full-on mock shrines. The floors are shrine-esque. A lot of them will have, like, the the very shallow pool of water. Some of them will just have regular shrine flooring. Uh, And you're fighting guardian scouts. All different guardian scouts. Um up until you get to uh yeah uh like basically what is a major test of strength um and that's that's that that's uh nothing too crazy you get your uh, second level sword after that it's nice i don't remember where i where i lost the first time i played this one it might have been like the double guardian scout level threes that happens right before the end just because they're obnoxious when they're together, but you can also get them to fight each other a little bit, so that's good. That's just a tip. If one of them's about to do, like, the charge spin, you can actually line it up so... Or, like, if one of them does the big laser roundy-roundy, it'll hit the other mm-hmm. one and stun lock the other one if they're close oh, enough okay. together.
2: They're, it, it's silly to have them fight in the same room like that,
1: but... the
0: uh... I
2: used to do that to the Guardians, the ones that were, like, turrets. Mm -hmm. You can get the one to shoot a laser at the other
0: one. (laughs) I was uh, was watching the dude in the video I watched of the sword trials and and all he did was just get into the air and arrow time as soon as possible and launch as many powered up arrows into one of them to just kill them. So it was a one on one instead of a one on two. Gotcha. Hmm. That is the thing. If you can get in the
1: air. Uh that's one of the things that the sword trials definitely taught me was that if you can get into arrow time, get into the air, get that aerial combat going, you're golden, man. You could
0: that's like such in with an has overpowered much stamina mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. The guy I watched, I think had almost three full circles around his original stamina bar. So he was in the air for like 30 seconds at a time with arrow time. I'm like, ah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that if I went into the sword trials. <laughs>
1: fun it's a fun thing I didn't I don't go in with the extra like yellow stamina or anything but I do have the full what you can get
0: um like base level uh mm-hmm. I always probably the full of. yellow circles but he basically didn't even touch them gotcha that was that, just that's the
1: that's the
0: reserve tank man exactly like actually
1: um so yeah we can get our Base power 50 Master Sword this way. Uh, and if you guys are good, we could take a break here and uh, I'll talk about another shrine trial. Well, not shrine trial, it's actually a blessing shrine, but uh, there's a shrine quest. Uh, in an early episode this season, uh, I don't remember what we called it, maybe like Are, are You a Belinker, I think was the, the name of it. Um, we talked about Kakariko Village. I think Anthony actually wasn't there for that episode. I think it was just me and Cam talking about Kakariko. It was a while wow. back. The but uh, definitely one of us was missing. So we uh, we talked about this guy Dorian, right, and his kids. So Dorian has two daughters, Coco and Katla. Uh, Coco is the one who knows about what happened, or at least knows that her mother has passed away. Why Cocoa. are you partying like a bacofflin for that? <laughs> so, Coco knows way in the mood. Uh so when she's not cooking, she'll she'll sometimes take a tour over to the graveyard and uh kind of mourn the loss of her mom. It's very sad and also very mysterious. Um Katla, her her younger sister has hasn't a clue. She keeps she still expects her mom to come back someday, which is Kind of heartbreaking when you see them like staying up at night waiting for mom, uh, stuff like that. Uh, it's very, it's very rough. Dorian doesn't really talk about it much, you can't just on a standard level get him to talk about it. Um, I was under the impression that you couldn't trigger this event until later in the game because, um, to find out more about what happened there, you actually have to do this shrine quest that involves a family heirloom that is in Impa's house. Um, it is like pretty much untouchable. She just says, we're we're still researching it. We're waiting to figure out what it is. I, I thought this was like, you do the memory quest and it becomes available. And that's just not the case. Um, and I've, I mean, I've done the shrine before, but I kind of forgot what the re- prerequisites were. turns out that this is much like the uh, Thunder Helm in Gerudo town where, uh, in order to get this heirloom, and not that it's just given to you, but in order to trigger this event, you have to help out some other Chica members in the town. Um, And funn- funnily enough, when we were here the first time, I did most of them. Um, You know, I helped the one dude find all his cuckoos. I, you know, did the, the archery chop. Like the torches quest, right? I uh, did peeking goes, go, you know, find the fairy fountain thing. Um, Those are all part of what contributes to this as far as uh, my research tells me from today. Um, One of the other ones is a a firefly quest Um, that Lasley, Lasley's really into fireflies. She's been really wanting to see them, but she can't go out because it's too dangerous. Uh, So... Basically, this quest is to bring her some fireflies. Uh, from what I understand, you grab five of them like you would like you would go to cook them. <laughs> and then you, Instead, you just let them go in the room. Uh, and it becomes this uh, really, you know. Sweet moment that Link has with Leslie, I guess, like where he's just, you know, trying to encourage her. Uh, but also you can you can choose in this moment to be either like the most romantic possible or the most cynical possible like hero uh because she's like wow they're amazing these are beautiful and then you get a dialogue option and the top one is like you're beautiful and i was like uh i don't know if i'm trying to make make something happen here and then the second option is they die pretty
0: quick <laughs> <laughs> oh no Oh wow! I was like, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> these are both bad." <laughs>
1: like, one of the few dialogue options that had me stumped for a minute, sitting there <laughs> like, "Do I do I want to go all in this way or this <laughs> way?" No, I uh, I decided to be nice, and she's just like, "Oh, thanks," and that's the end of the conversation. So she, she's not she's not into it. Um, We're a wander. Yeah, so uh, that's the one that I was missing, and I actually tried to do it the first time we were here, and for some reason, it just wouldn't work. Like, she told me about the fireflies, but it didn't trigger a side quest. I tried throwing the fireflies in the room anyway, and she just didn't react, and I was like, okay, clearly, I'm doing something wrong, or I'm missing something. Turns out, I was probably just doing quests out of order, and I should have done something else first. Um, I don't know what the order is. I don't know what the prerequisites for, for that quest are, but I was able to do them this time. So it all worked out. Um, so yeah, once you do all of the random side quests you can find, uh, you can go back. I mean, there's like some, some scene you can get of like spending the day with Paya and her ended up like going to bed or something like that. I didn't do that. Just didn't, didn't happen. I just read up on it a little bit. Um, but she's been researching this this heirloom for, for days, essentially. It's with the story you keep getting told. They're trying to figure out what it is. They have they have a lore saying that they're waiting for the hero to give it to, which you're kinda like, uh guys. <laughs>
0: I actually know where this ball goes can you just give it to me i'll show Believe you what it, or it not, does i've used plenty of these out in the field i know you guys are just here in the town don't go out very often but <laughs> they're they're in shrines all the time i could actually
1: go over to uh uh the big spiral grab you another ball and bring it over
0: and show, show you <laughs> Like more, more of these exist <laughs> you want more heirlooms i got you uh but yeah so
1: so eventually what ends up happening is you'll run into Dorian at night and he'll basically tell you like, oh man, like the the heirloom got stolen and you should better go check it out and like go in and talk to Impa about it. So you go in and you talk to Impa and the only real reason that they make you do this is because they have to kind of reset what's going on outside. Um, and, you know, they'll, they'll tell you the whole situation like, oh yeah, like I just figured out what it was supposed to be. It turns out that it's probably for you and... Now it's missing, and oh, no. And you can go back outside, and Dorian's like, well, uh, yeah, we gotta be on the lookout for anything sketchy going on, anybody who's acting unusual. Um, Immediately goes to act unusual.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he didn't, for me, like, I was waiting, and I was like, who's unusual? And I was, like, looking around town, I was trying to, like, hide up. I, like, actually went onto the roof of oh, it's Impa's It's like in the morning, or whatever, to, he starts acting weird. Yeah, to look around. And there was, um, one other character... Um, who actually went to, uh, go mourn another loved one? Which was, a, like, why? Why do we gotta double down on this whole everyone's going to the graveyard thing? It might actually be Lasley. Hold on, no, it doesn't even say here. Basically, I, I followed um, I followed a Sheikah woman who went to the graveyard and she was mourning her her deceased husband, um. But Lincoln pretty much should go up to her once she stops moving because she basically is like, oh, I got to do something. I hope nobody sees me. Like, you see all these, like, bubbles coming across that are mad sus, like, little (laughs) little quote things, right? And uh, so she's sitting there in the middle of the graveyard, like, you know, kind of bowing a little bit, hunched down amongst the stones, and Lincoln be like can go talk to her. And she's like, ah, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, where'd you put it? <laughs> and
0: just like start <laughs> near the third degree. Straight and up Batman, um, sir.
1: Yeah. He's like, you stole the heirloom. He's like, how could you be so disrespectful? I'm here mourning my lost husband. And it's a whole thing. And I felt real bad, but the game really sets you up for that. Um, But when I came back, like after I was done talking to her, walked back into town, saw Dorian creeping away from his post having the same exact bubbles of like, oh, I got to do something. I hope nobody sees me. And I'm like, Dorian, come on. <laughs> so you trail Dorian. He makes his way up to where the heirloom goes, uh, basically up through the up through the forest where there's always a little bloopy past that one combat tutorial shrine, you know, off to the right a little bit more than usual. And uh, he'll stop right in front of the pedestal. And so that's when we get so yeah.
0: Dorian can canonical.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we walk up, and suddenly Dorian is, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, show yourself. I know you're there. And a, uh, a Yiga guy, like one of the beefy Yiga dudes, pops up on right on top of the pedestal uh, and talks to Dorian. And they have this little conversation about how he
0: betrayed <laughs> the Yiga and how that's where you find out the Yiga is actually the mafia. <laughs> Pretty oh, you thought you much. get out, <laughs> right? He's like, "I'm
1: gonna sort this out." Like, you can't leave. You knew that the, the what the price would be, basically. But before I do that, we have an audience, so he, you know, targets Link. Um, and so you get in a fight with this Yiga dude and uh, end up wrecking him.
2: Uh-huh. At least
1: that's how the story goes. Um, <laughs> I mean, this late in the game, he was not a terribly challenging fight. I did have my. Semi beefed up master sword, so you know, picked a bad fight. Um, but after you defeat this Yiga, Dorian kind of confesses everything that happens. He says, "You know what? Yeah, nobody here knows, but I used to be a member of the Yiga. Um, I haven't told anybody. He asked you not to tell anybody. Um, he's like, I'm really trying to live live a peaceful life, but um, you know, I you know, it was difficult until I found my wife and things were a little bit better. But then the Yiga caught up with me." Uh, figured out that I defected, and uh, as punishment, killed my wife. Um, And so he has this uh, very, like, confessional thing. He's like, now they're threatening the rest of my family unless I was, you know, complying and and giving them intel, basically, Um, which is, you know, how they were able to sneak in and get the heirloom because that's, you know, what the Yiga clan member was trying to do. They are trying to steal the heirloom, probably to keep the hero from being successful because that's what the Yiga are always trying to do. Yeah, stop him from getting one out of 120 shrines. Good job. Right. <laughs> just rolling up with 119 spirit orbs. Like this mm-hmm. dude's got number <laughs> 120. Oh, like, he's gatekeeping that 120. twenty. will never um. get it. Yeah. Uh and he's he basically, you know, swears to uh protect his family. He's like, I know that I can I can take care of them and and things like that. He's like, please, please don't tell anybody about this. Um and that's kind of the the story behind dorian it's I mean it's it's tragic, but in the same way it's like I don't know like part of me you know you feel for this dude I mean he tried to to change his his ways and make things right you know like he he knew that he eventually i guess figured out he I mean, doesn't say how he came to the realization that the ego were like not <laughs> not on the right path here, but you know he had this moment of like you know i I, I really want. To try to do something good in the world instead. And um it's funnily enough was able to revert from being a Yiga back into a Shika pretty pretty easily. I mean, imagine there's a lot of similar cultures between the two. Um,
0: but he protect the just, village. Just imagine every time he sees bananas, he starts sweating. <laughs> <laughs> never never thought to like drop a banana
1: in front of Dorian and see if he like, like sneaks up and eats
0: it. You know? so, no.
2: They'll find out. <laughs> the conditioning training. <laughs> when uh when we were talking to Dorian and you know, we we're doing the whole like playthrough of his sadness, all I could think of was the sadness and sorrow song from Naruto. You know what I'm talking about? <sighs> i cameron knows the like know. piano in the background just like dun, dun, dun i'm i'm dun, sure dun, if dun, i heard dun, it i would have known that i have you heard would you would know time. instantly yeah it's like that went through my head the entire time i was listening to him rattle on about like you know the sadness and his wife and that's definitely applicable I, let me tell you right about my painful right? past yeah right it's like, yeah it's right after in a major battle i'm like this is straight up just an hour two episode for me <laughs> <laughs> Just I can just imagine Dorian
0: sitting on that swing alone as everybody walks past him. <laughs> I wanted to be strong for my family. I should have told him the truth.
2: The this thing is, is, a is Dorian's a beef. Drama. Like he's probably one of the like. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I kinda would have liked to have seen how he fared in that fight with the Yiga clan member, right. but that's not really the story. So um but yeah, just just another marker of uh, the reality of the world that you know that Hyrule exists in. I mean, also could be foreshadowing about you know, some other situations coming up in Tears of the Kingdom, but we won't get into that. But um, but yeah, cool stuff, cool story. Um, one of the I think one of the the most in depth like stories written around a shrine that we get in the game too. So I definitely wanted to give it a special mention because of that um and you know because we saved it until now figured we just plug it in here rather than trying to like fit it around uh like our memories episode or our champions ballot episodes i think those are gonna be pretty chock full of stuff so um i don't think it would be fitting anywhere else so that's why we're kind of jamming yeah. it in here even though it's not super fitting here either um but it's a nice little nice little vignette away from the sword child's <laughs> Which we're going to go back to now. The final trials. The final trials, my favorite of the three. Let me tell you about my favorite trials. (laughs) What do you mean the dead trials? (laughs) Lots of dead things. It starts out with lots of dead things, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think it starts out with a lot of dead things because dead things are immune to electricity. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing we get. These are the what would you call it the um elemental trials. So you start out and the element the key element is you know electricity, lightning. Uh, and it's the instead of being like the first trial where all the lightning came from you know los and and wizardros instead, it's actually just lightning storms like in every room pretty much. Uh, so everywhere you go, you gotta be wary of carrying anything metal. You have to, um, you know, make sure that you aren't like standing right where something on the ground is about to get shocked because there's a lot of rusty weapons just kind of stabbed in the ground, uh, specifically for the purpose of you kind of getting hit by a, a hazard. Um,
0: and. But. What's up? Free damage here. If the only thing you have equipped is a metal sword and you wait for it to start going. Dzz, dzz, oh yeah. Dzz, and then you just like, ha chuck it over at it. <laughs> then, uh, then you turn into Zeus.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a, there are some cool ways to use the electricity to your advantage. Throwing is one. I just know that if you throw weapons, you can tend to break them a lot faster too. Um, so there's one downside to that, but it's not major, uh, especially not in the, beginning stages of this where it's mostly all just rusty weapons and and bone arms that you can get uh oh. so again you kind of want to play some bomber man here to start out i've tried doing this thing where i guess one of the spoilers is that there is actually a an Rock that will clean off weapons later on in these trials um, so you can stock up on rusty weapons like in your back because you don't want to be carrying them for the most part but if you want to stock up on them, you can and feed them to this Octorok. What I will say about that is that almost all of them turn into Traveler's weapons. So they're, you're not going to get like a Royal or, you know, Knights anything out of this. Uh, so don't value them too much. <laughs> like, don't be saving it and like come across, you know, a, you know, a much better weapon and say, oh, well, this rusty one could be anything. And like, you know. Do that it's probably going to be a traveler's thing and that octorok's probably going to shoot it into the lava on you because that happened to me like two or three times mm-hmm. traveler's trash traveler's trash you you'll end up having like a rusty spear that does 12 damage but also breaks very easily and it'll be like a traveler spear that does 10 damage but has a little more durability so you actually kind of lose some power doing this as well sometimes um but yeah, you don't you
0: don't inflict the, the tetanus anymore so yeah. it goes down. But too. if
1: if you're looking at this and you're like, can I clean these? Yes, you can. You can clean them. So if you feel like you want to keep them for that, go ahead and do that. I usually do when I'm in here. Uh I saw the I saw the writing on the wall the first time and got lucky with that. And then the second time I knew what I was doing. So it worked out a lot better. Um so then floor five is a stall In the the lightning, it's got a uh, royal guard sword just, like, uh, jammed in the room somewhere that you can get before you leave. But um, the Stalnox, I think he has some weapons on his chains or something, too. So he might even get that. No, he's got elemental weapons stabbed in him, actually, in a few different places. So after you defeat him, you can get some elemental weapons, and those will help you (laughs) further down the road. Uh, So... Floor six is a rest floor, um, where you get flamebreaker boots, which are nice. Heck yeah. Uh, and that's the kind of a hint that the next section is going to be a fire section. And uh, you get three ancient arrows as well, and you're going to want to save those, because things get rough at the end of this trial. Yeah, <laughs> dude um so you can get some other. saying st- yeah sorry the um the rest floor has some other useful things as well a double axe which is cool i actually started collecting wood on this trial as well and we'll get into why i did that but i would recommend it it would actually help me out quite a bit um so then we get into the fire zone uh some cool things about fire biomes that we probably just haven't talked about if you hit a fire lizalfos with an ice arrow, it will die immediately. Um, that being said, the boss of this zone is actually an igneo talus, and for talus the best way to stun them is to just hit them with an ice arrow. They lose their fire and then they get all mad and they fall over. Um that's usually my thing with them. This talus actually has air vents in the room that you can bomb off, like bomb open. Uh, so you can just fly up, bullet time an ice arrow, land on it, spin to win. Uh pretty pretty quick boss uh and you know one of the first rooms here is where that uh that octorok is as well i think it's the first lava room there's an octorok right in that room um and i think it's the only one too so make use of it if if that's what you're planning on doing don't save anything for another one there's no more coming up uh so after floor 11 with that igno talus uh there is a rest floor And this one comes with a stone smasher, uh, a Hylian tunic, which is kind of nice. And there's some, like, very obvious spicy pepper, sizzle fin tuna type stuff uh, where you can make cold-resistant food, uh, which is important because the next floor set is cold-resist. Now, if you saved your elemental weapons from that Stalnox early on, uh, then you probably also have... A flame blade of some caliber. Usually, I have like a, a a meteor rod, a flame blade, and a fire spear. By this point, I save them all because the thing you can do with them is just hold on to them, and then you don't have to eat any spicy food. You can just have a flame blade on your back and be fine. Um, but yeah, going through this zone, uh, same kind of rules just flipped. If you see an ice lizalfos hit it with a fire arrow, it'll die immediately. Same with a uh, robes; they do the same thing. Uh, if you hit, you know, ice with fire, it just goes out,
0: puffs out into smoke. Okay, uh, not even drop the same thing either. Like you get the rod from yeah, the. No. But if you hit a fire lizalfos with an ice arrow, then it it doesn't drop anything. It just poofs. It's gone. If they're if they're holding weapons, the
1: weapon will stay. I think I don't know about the like, horns and tails and stuff. Yeah, I don't but think you get the yeah. tails and stuff. You it's don't like get any of that anyway. yeah, in the trials anyway.
2: Yeah, oh. in the sword
1: trials, you don't get any uh, weapon material, or, sorry, monster parts. Because then you could make a ton of elixirs and they don't want you doing that. Yeah, I can't have that. <laughs> so, um, Yeah. Yeah. There's actually uh, one thing of note here. Floor 14 has another chest with some ancient arrows on it, in it. So that's, that's cool to know about. I think there's another set of three ancient arrows as well, but I don't know where they are right now, looking at this. Because I think you can get a total of nine in these trials, which is really nice. Ah, floor 10, just found them. What? Yeah, I already talked about the floor. The floor six is the restroom that gives you the three free ones. Floor 10 has a chest in the lava with three ancient arrows. And now floor 14 has a chest, another chest with three ancient arrows, probably stuck in the ice or something like that. Or I think you have to melt a block of ice to get it, Um, which is where the blocks of wood come in handy. Uh, If you get some wood before you come here, you can light a fire under the ice. It'll melt it away for you. Uh, Or you can just stand next to it with your fire weapon or whatever,
0: you know, or you could be a complete Chad like the guy Easy. watching the video and spam your meteor rod until it all melts because you don't need that meteor rod. You don't oh. You
1: don't need the meteor rod. It's true. It's funny. I got the meteor rod and then like the next room there was a skull cave and I tried to light it up with the meteor rod and nothing in that skull cave cared about heat because it was all fire. There's all folks in fire moblins. And they were just like, yeah, and <laughs> giant balls of fire don't mean nothing out here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went swimming in that lava earlier, didn't you
2: see?
1: <laughs> 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 Came to the wrong. There. Um, But yeah, so this one, similar, similar deal. Uh, Floor 16, there's a frost talus. Again, there's some air channels you can thaw the ice off of and do the same thing. But with a fire arrow, you know, take the ice off of it, land on it, spin to win. I see the podcat is a... Uh, Having a having a field day with your chair there. Trying to trying to be a parrot. There you go. And then uh, floor seventeen is the actual boss, which is a blue maned lionel, which I usually hit with an ancient arrow and say goodbye. <laughs> I don't I don't engage in that fight. I'm not going to fight a lionel in the trial of the sword. Sorry, no. no. <laughs> which would leave us with uh, a total of eight more ancient arrows to use throughout here. I. Almost never budget them right. I always have leftovers at the end because I never know when to use them. I'm like, they might have something even more dangerous later. Uh, and then I'm wrong. So, <laughs> you know, that happens. That's why you got to have this list open. That's why you got to have the list open. I didn't when I was playing. Uh, But yeah. So after Frost, hey guys, what could possibly be the last element? It's not wind. Under. I can tell you that. Is it is it life? No, it's guardians. <laughs> <laughs> the last element is chic attack. And it's just a big old like line of guardian fights. Like there's the whole whole deal. As you mean. Yeah, I know, right? Um you can get some hardy bass though in this last restroom. That's pretty cool. Uh but yeah, no. Next next thing, uh, they start off right out with six decayed guardians. Just placed around the room. The first one or that's entirely across the room will light up immediately and see you and start shooting at you. Uh, but don't be fooled because the other five that aren't active um, will come to life if you take that first one out. I don't think they all come up at once, but they, they will. You know, they take turns and stuff like that. Um, so what I did with this one is I let that first one be alive. And then I went around and killed the other ones one by one. And then yeah. I and then I took out the last one once it's down to two the second to last one comes up as well on its own you don't have to trigger it but most of them will just play dead until you've like finished another one so so I was able to actually do a 1v1 and you can hide behind the one that you're about to attack so that the first one doesn't shoot you it just makes yeah. it a lot life a lot easier uh that room always stands out to me but floor 20 guardian stalker they give you some horses as well uh 21 guardian Skywatcher just floating around give you some practice with those guys uh floor 22 you get a stalker a sky watcher and a turret all just placed around the room that one's fun big old field with some guardians of of different colors <laughs> and then there's floor 23. yeah that's the best one and floor 23 is the final room where everything kind of breaks loose uh Eight eight mounted bokoblins. There's a bokoblin cavalry that's chilling with their with their Lionel general. <laughs> yep. And when you first enter the room, they see you immediately. Like they look mm-hmm. over and just like get their little you know Metal Gear exclamation point, and they all come riding on over. Um, my it's my str- strat here is to run in the opposite direction and drop a bomb behind me. So they all come running through, and then it's just bones everywhere. Well, not, you know, they're not, I don't think they're, they're, uh, stahlblins, so. No. They're actually becoblins. You yeah, so just, just knock them off the horse. Goblins everywhere.
0: The horse everywhere. is like, bomb! And then just runs away, and the becoblins are like, I no, my horse! Well, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, you do have to actually use the bomb for them to fall off the horse, but, yeah.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Goblins go <laughs> everywhere, horses scatter um one of my my first objective always here is to uh shoot the lionel with an ancient arrow though so once you know drop a bomb or two once those go off it's like immediately how can I get this arrow into the air at this lionel uh because once the lionel's gone you actually can kind of breathe for a minute but there is a guardian turret as well you know so you got to watch out for that. There's just a lot going on and they throw it at you all at once. Uh, so you just got to be ready to jump into action for this. Um, I lo- I do actually enjoy coming into this room, except I'm always stressed out about that Lionel.
2: <laughs> like it's like the
1: biggest thing. I'm like, listen, if I get hit by some bacoblin with a spear, whatever. If I get shot once, I might live. If that Lionel engages and I do not have an opportunity to hit it, like I'm done for there's too much else going on for me to time anything with this guy. So, um, yeah, what I normally end up doing, get rid of that Lionel, climb up the tower, fight off the Guardian, because the goblins can't do anything if you're up on the tower. Um, and then from there, it's just float down and start shooting off whatever arrows you have left, whether it's ancient arrows, bomb arrows, what have you. They're all like red bacoblins in the regular mode, so they go down pretty quick. Uh, I do feel bad about shooting at horses with bomb arrows, but it is very effective. I will say that. So um, makes it a real easy finish. Like once you get to that point, the rest is a cakewalk, and it you already can kind of feel the victory at that point. So it's good stuff, and we get our master sword of sixty
0: power all the time. All the power, power,
1: which means that we get to uh, take care of the rest of the. And yeah, I already did all the shrines, so. Kind of messed oh, up the, that experience for myself. The game.
2: You
1: know. Yeah, no, and then it's DLC, baby. So this sword yeah. is gonna help me get through the DLC shrines, which Bet it will. It's is nice. It's nice to have some actual gameplay to to work with. With when you have a powered up master sword, that's not that's not otherwise already powered up for like the finale of the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is our. Trials of the sword. Any any final thoughts on any of this stuff? I, don't, I mean it. I don't have any more,
0: so master mode, hard. Grumble grumble master mode, Grumble, grumble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
1: yeah. right. Cool. So I guess I'll just close it out there then. I mean, I like I said, love hate relationship with this. I know that, you know, Cam's got a hate hate relationship with this and Anthony's got a master mode relationship is what it sounds like, which has kind of mm-hmm. become a <laughs> disparaging is what it seems like. But, you know, what have you. Uh yeah. I'm uh, I'm just glad that I'm through it now and I got the benefit. So now I can kinda walk away and just have fun with the rest of the game. But um But yeah, certain parts of this I really do like. I really do like some of the set pieces that they put you against, but um, that middle section, man, gets real dark. Takes me to dark places. (laughs) Literally. literally, Figuratively. Um, But yeah, next next episodes, if we haven't hinted heavily enough already, uh, we're going to be doing the uh, Champion's Ballad. We're going to break that up into at least two episodes. That's our plan. I'm hoping that we can knock it out in two, but I don't know if that's I don't know if even that's reasonable. There's quite a lot there. I actually wonder if we should do the memory quest first. How do you guys feel about that?
2: Um, I think the memory quest would probably fit in better first. Okay. And that's because of the nature of how you start the, the champion's ballad.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to edit out a bunch of that out that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if we haven't hinted heavily enough, uh, our next episode is actually going to be the memory quest, and that'll be our our way of kind of moving towards the champion's ballad. Um, so we're going to go through and do basically a memory quest movie night. Uh, where we'll just talk about the different memories, talk about what we see, what we, what each cutscene makes us feel. There are 12 of them in the game. Um, and they're not super long. Uh, and usually there's like one major concept shown in each one. And it's, it's not something where we need to like write essays. I think it'll be a, a perfect little way for us to chill, not have to play a ton. I mean, we could just look up the memories. I've already done the whole memory quest in my game. Um, even watch them and talk about them on the podcast at the same time so all good things and then once we're through that we'll head towards the champion's ballad where we'll then have extra weeks to play it and actually get it finished so yeah next episode will be our memories quest so thank you all for listening if you want to reach out to us you can at our regular places we'll have a uh, a link to our website in the description where you can find all of our social medias, things like that. Uh, and we will catch you on the next episode of A for No, B for Yes.
0: Peace out. Did you? Peace out, Dad.